North of the spine of the world and west of the towering Reghead Glacier is a frigid expanse few dare to explore, let alone inhabit. This icy land of windswept tundra recently became locked in a dark winter without reprieve, and the inhabitants of Ten Towns are dying. Icewind Dale has become trapped in a perpetual winter. Ferocious blizzards make the mountain pass through the spine of the world exceedingly treacherous, and this land has not felt the warmth of the sun in over two years. This adventure is definitely served ice cold. Our adventurers must find the cause of this curse and stop it. Welcome back to another episode of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden here on the Praetor's Reject podcast channel. Here's Loco and the cast. We hope you enjoy the show. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning wherever you are. I, my name is Loco. And I am the DM for Rhyme of the Frost Maiden in Icewind Dale. Hi, I'm Robert. I am a dwarven cleric by the name of Durin Frostbeard from Kerr Koenig. Hi, I'm Brian, and I'm playing Kriga Rakua, a deep gnome wizard from Blending Stone and Deep in the Underdark by way of Targus in Ten Towns. Howdy, I'm Joseph. And I play Yolia Runtar, the illustrious Scourge Azimir Warlock of House Runtar. You know of me, right? Hi, I'm Rolando, and I play Varian Verwinis of the House Verwinis. I've lived in the East Haven for the last hundred years of my life, trying to atone for a grave error I've caused. Greetings. I'm Montgomery Devereaux of the Tourmaline Devereaux. And I am a ASMR sorcerer. I am played by Greg. We are going to have one of our very own do a recap. I'm going to ask uh, Yalir Runyar to give the recap from last week. Okay. Well, we stayed the night at North Look Inn. It was a horrible peasantry place. Cold. But we do what we must. In the morning, we came down and met a... Uh, Apparently my missing subordinate. I knew Lord Praetor was supposed to send me more than what I had, but he showed up. New money, of course. Like a grabby little coin, but a, a, a coin nonetheless. Uh, we did meet some <laughs> desperate locals. A group of dwarves who had managed to lose their... What was it? A, a sled, I believe, with some rocks or I don't know what they do. Uh, but, of course, being the noble, brave soul I am, I led my team immediately out to retrieve it, where I expertly tracked down and found the sled, and even the horrible beast that had attacked them, where I bravely led our group forward, charged in, fearless as I led my way, the others cowering before this mighty beast. I battled. I sacrificed myself for those... those poor, poor people, and those unwashed servants. Eventually, we did manage to bring it back, where everyone saw the glory of my victory, where you know, I single-handedly slayed that foe with my last dying breath. Uh, after that, we did a little uh, perusing of the locals, a bit of shopping here and there, 
it's all peasantry stuff, but you know, one must make do with what they do. I did stop by a slightly higher class joint where I met a very nice chap. Uh, what was his name? Um, Salazar or Smeagol or I don't know. Uh, tried to get him to uh, hook us up with a bit of uh, trouble, but poor guy didn't know. Alas, I'm going to turn back to the fellows and see if we can find this Steve guy. He should be around here somewhere. Okay, that was a very good uh, recap. Does anybody happen to s see it in a different light? We'll just take one volunteer. Evidently not. That's just the way it happened. Okay, well. All right, so as we uh, open tonight's session, we uh, find... All of the party except Yalir back at the the tavern inn that they have accommodation set up for by Praetor. Uh, and Yalir is at another establishment within the city of Rinshander. We heard some of Yalir's goings on last week. I'd like to switch back to the party and sit, see what they are doing at the present time while uh, Yalir was doing his uh, reconnaissance work, as it were, uh, at another tavern. Well, as I recall, uh, Montgomery was uh, in the... I forgot the name of the first inn. I really I really do. I'm sorry. Um, but he had ended the last session by putting his feet up on the... Uh, near the fireplace... Um, and leaving the innkeeper and his brother to uh, taxidermy or begin the process of taxidermying the yeti in peace. Um, however, he did state, oh yeah, I feel like in a few moments though, uh, the fellers are gonna pop in here and come to rest and relax because um, Montgomery had just messaged them Oh, yeah, the Yeti's gone and no one's in the inn, but it's not nefarious. It just happens to be empty, and uh, the innkeeper brought it in because there was a gross corpse in the front of his establishment. Okay, and the inn, tavern inn that you and the party are currently staying in is the North Look Inn and Tavern. What is everybody else doing? I remember we had went somewhere, but I can't remember where it was, so... Now, I know the majority I'm... of us went over to pawn off or sell off the gems that we had acquired for the last uh, quest into gold, and then everyone kind of either headed back or if they went in separate directions. Yeah, I do believe that uh, everyone went more or less back to the uh, inn and tavern of Northlook while the uh, intrepid Yalir went on to another establishment that he knew of in town that was a little bit higher class than the Northlook Inn and Tavern. So yes, uh, what has happened, the uh, corpse was drug around behind the Northlook Tavern, and I believe it was the brother, possibly the brother-in-law of the innkeeper, is a well-known and quite adept taxidermist. He was coming over to assess the situation 
and gut, if you will. Oh, what was that thing that you guys fought? I have forgotten. The Yeti. Yeah, the Yeti, yes. And he is uh, in the process of digging out the entrails and starting the preservation process. You guys uh, will find that some of the girls are still there. Uh, they are serving meals. Your beds have been turned down for the night and prepared, although a, a daily washing of sheets and things is not done like it is today. Your rooms are cleaned and fresh water has been put in basins. And uh, like I said, the beds have been made and turned back for the night. Unless anybody is going to be doing anything in particular or you want to role play anything, I will turn it back over to Yalir because he was leaving the uh, premises of the um, inn and tavern that he was located at. How about how long has it been since we arrived and he wasn't behind us? Uh, I'd say about an hour. Does anyone know where your lair went? He wandered off on his own. We can hope. Don't think that might mean more trouble than it's worth with him running around by himself. At least he'll be troubling others and not us. Yes, but he'll drag us into it. Hopefully he doesn't do anything to hurt himself. I already saved them once. Oh, come on, y'all. It can't be that bad. I'm sure you can give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure he's out there, you know, handling himself perfectly all right and representing the party just fine. Yes. Did we meet the same person? Your faith is different than mine. Well, I guess if we don't hear back from him in another hour, I'll go out looking for him. Might be annoying, but he is useful in some ways at times. Yanir, are you headed back uh, to your your digs? I I sent you a message in Discord. I oh, had a few errands to run before uh, before I came back, and then I'd be heading back. You uh, you know your way around. You can do those things. Uh, just uh, subtract that amount from your. Okay. So, he, uh, uh, yeah, he'll come back to the uh, tavern eventually. All right. It'll be under an hour because we don't want people going out to find you. Since you know your way around the town, you know mm -hmm. exactly where you are going and how to get there the quickest and get home to you the... You know, uh, walking around has a real hoity-toity type come around here. Kind of annoying. Like, oh, yeah, he went that way. Sir, you know you check the uh, back alleyways for beat-up corpse and they... Uh, the jails for uh, bail? Probably. I don't know if I'd bail you out. I'd check. Uh, so, yes, I'll come back. I'm assuming everyone's hanging out around the table, resting, relaxing, warming their feet. Yep, it's... Uh, More or less. Sounds I'm going gonna to say it's getting on to about uh, 7 o'clock in the evening. Uh, you guys had your little shopping spree while it was... The shops were still open. It was still dark uh, because it got dark around 2 o'clock, but you find yourself uh, around dinner time. The tavern is beginning to, uh, I wouldn't say fill, but it is getting uh, definitely more filled up than it was the night previous. Ah, look at you layabouts lazing around. That's why you're poor. I lift up my mug. I'm like, oh, there he is. As uh, cheerful as ever. I see. Where'd you uh, mosey off to? Uh... 
I just need to rub elbows with some higher class people, you know. I can't spend all my time babysitting you all. Alright, what are we doing? What's going on? Where's the next adventure? Well, we could try to do a little more research into this Sephic character. Ah, Sephic. You mean Steve, right? No, we mean Sephic. You ain't been running around town looking for a Steve now, have you? No, no. Uh, Sethic, uh, what was, what would his last name be? Caltro. Oh, uh, yes, Sethic Caltro. Uh, actually, um, you know, I have been doing diligent investigation. In fact, I might have us a lead. We have to go. Now, 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 now. I'm gonna, like, take out the door. I'm heading back to the other tavern. Oh, God, what did we do? I'll say to the party, now, what did I tell you, see? Just a little bit of benefit of the doubt and positive reassurance. Look how far it goes. He done found a lead. Shaking my head, I'm going to get up, get my gear on, and follow him. Same. Very reluctantly, but I'll go with. Alright. As you uh, head out the door uh, and follow Ilir, he knows right where he's going. This is a... Uh, you know, he's very familiar with this town and he gets you uh, to where you need to go in about 15-20 uh, minutes uh, at a fast pace you come into the the tavern the doors uh, open and you see a, a tavern and inn just much like any other uh, it seems to be a little bit more well kept than the one that you are currently in so you come in, and this place is not, it's not full, but it has quite a few uh, clientele in there. They are all eating, drinking, uh, talking quietly. It is not a, a rowdy type atmosphere at all. I will burst in the door, run straight up to the bartender. I'm a, Actually, is Steve, I mean, Sethic here still? You do not see the person that you saw before. Anyway. I will uh, rush straight to the barkeep and grab him by the shirt and pull him to me. Where's Steve? I mean, Sethic. I mean, Steve. The man I was talking to. Oh, slow down, boy. Slow down. Who? Who is it you say? Ah, uh, he was not as handsome as me. Um, not as well dressed as me. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tall, a man, kind of grayish, a bit weird clothing. Uh, I mean, he doesn't stand out like I do. I know it's hard to, I don't remember him that well. I thought he was Steve, but he's not Steve. He's, he's Sethic. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Um, there was a man here. I know by the name of Sethic Caltro. Uh, he was minding his own business. I do believe I saw you, I won't say harassing him, uh, but I know the man. He very rarely takes company at his table, uh, let alone speak to anyone. He's here for maybe an hour, and then he heads out. That is his usual whenever he is either in town or close by in one of the uh, neighboring towns. Why, 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 why is it you uh, seek this man? 
I'm going to shake him a little bit. You let the murderer get away! I'm going to turn the other I guys. beg your pardon? Murder? What? I'm completely ignoring him at this point. I'm yelling at the other guys. He got away! Quick! Somebody, Somebody do something! From what I heard just now, you, you were talking to him? I reckon you let him get away. You didn't tell him what we were looking for him for, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> that heavy madness. I was I was filling out the target. I was getting I was getting information. I mean if y'all And what came, did you learn? Well, I obviously came straight from here back to y'all and let y'all know that he was here and that he was not as handsome as me. Well, generally you ain't learning nothing when your mouth's jawing, so I figure he probably knows a lot more about our plans than you're letting on right now. Huh? What? No, no. I, I mean, that's not important right now. What's important is we, we track him down immediately. Uh, I reckon so. Ah, turn back to the barkeep. Are you sure you don't know where he went? It's a matter of life and death. Uh, look, I've told you, son. He comes in here once every ten day. Uh... uh it, it, it's it's not unusual for him not to be here for a few ten day. He 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 works with Torgas. You know that, correct? You seem to know an awful lot about the man already. But he works with Torga. They have a uh, a roaming caravan, uh, a seller, if you will, they, a marketplace. Uh, because he was here does not mean anything. He can, he could be ten miles away by now. He is very fleet afoot in this kind of weather. I will turn back to the group. Huh. Well, he was of no help. All my hard work went to waste. Oh, well. Uh, is it dinner time yet? Where can this Torga and his caravan be found? She travels around the ten towns. As I've said, uh, sometimes not coming back to Bryn Shander for a few ten day. Uh, Do you know where she lodges her caravan when in town? Normally, she stays outside of the town. She is very, how, how shall I put it, aloof. She does not normally trade with anyone except those she knows. And when she has done her trading, she goes back outside uh, to her camp. Do you know which direction she normally camps? Well, if if indeed she is even around Brinchander, it would probably be on the north. Thank you. I, I, I do not know her normal operation. Sometimes she goes from here <clears throat> to Targus, then to Bremen. Other times, depending on the need, of the the smaller towns she'll go from here uh to dugan's hole and then on, on to uh goodmead in, in that direction where they are headed at this time i have no idea thank you for the information uh, and i'll flip my gold piece as a tip oh, oh well thank you sir i i appreciate that we heard the man he's obviously to the north do you think we should go after him well that's what we're supposed to be doing, right? We can't just let a, a dangerous murderer on the loose. I mean, who would do such a thing? 
seems like the only lead we currently have. I suppose we could see. Perhaps check with the other gate guards here. Would they have known if he left? Make sure he actually left town before we go wandering off into the snow after someone that may not be there? Sounds like a good um, plan. Yes. Excellent plan. I'm glad I thought of it. All right. So you uh, turn around, you head back out. I, I hate to even suggest this, but uh, since uh, Galir is from Bryn Shander, uh, do you wish him to lead you to the nearest gate? I suppose it'd be the quickest way. I mean, I've been living the next town over. I imagine I can find my way to the gate. Which town are you from again? Targus, I think it was. Okay. Yep, that is uh, not too far at all. It's like a mile and a half, two miles, I think. So I'm sure I've been over here at least a few times. So yeah. I can find my way to the gate. Okay. Which gate are you wanting to head to? The north gate. Okay. That's, uh, that's probably about a 20, 25-minute walk, or if you're going to hustle, about a 15... 15-minute walk in the streets. What time of day did you say it was again? It's about 7.15 at night, 7.20. I don't know if you guys want to possibly go trying to track somebody in the dark, in the snow, in the cold. At this time of night, it may not be the best plan. Well, it's not going to get much brighter. That's also true. The longer we wait, the further away he gets. As long as we can withstand the cold, I reckon I can follow him, despite the dark being an issue. All right. So you guys uh, head towards the North Gate. Bryn Shander being a, a fairly large town for at least uh, Icewind Dale, 1,500 people or so. The tracks are not very easy to find. Uh, you do see some tracks that could be him that are heading towards the north. This is that time of evening when if people are going home from their, their work in the shops or the smithies or whatever. So there's quite a lot of foot traffic, especially along this main road going toward the north. Give me a, let's see, what perception check should I ask for? Let's have a, I'll give you your choice, investigation, or perception, Montgomery. I will use some of my choices for perception or investigation. Perception or investigation, yeah. Yeah, I'll take perception. All right, just grab the little die uh, there and drag it in, drop it. Okay, you see a f set of footprints that has come out of the tavern. It, it appears to be a little over an hour old, so the snow started to fill it in uh, the uh, you, you don't get a whole lot of details from these footprints um, and you start following them up the north to the north gate the farther along you go you notice that um, there are many other footprints especially the farther you get to the north gate there are uh, now some wagon tracks that have picked up and run over the tracks people that have come across the tracks by the time you almost get up to the north gate uh, 
it, it's almost impossible to distinguish uh, one footprint from another, uh, along with the hooves of the horses and the wagons or the sleds. But I'd say you're you're maybe a hundred feet away from the north gate at, by this time. Uh, I'm no bloodhound. Can't really. Uh, once we get to about here, all these other tracks and mess. I'll be honest, I can't really follow it much further than this. Anyone else uh, a little better at tracking folks down, sniffing fellers out? Well, Yalir obviously is better. He will uh, investigate the area. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Hmm. As you uh, get up to about this point, you uh, you think to yourself, you could have sworn you saw what you thought was the footprints that you were looking for turn off to the right about two blocks back. Well, obviously, he turned to the right two blocks back. Didn't you? Weren't you following the same tracks as I were? I thought you knew something I didn't, but obviously not. Apparently not. Lead away, Columbo. Throw my rough wolf pelt that I'm kind of using as a makeshift coat still over my shoulder, and I guess turn around and lead everyone back. Okay. It's, you know, five-minute walk. It's not far, but it's going to take a little bit more time as you are having to sift through or determine with all the other footsteps and footprints which ones were might have been his. Um, you find what you think are the footsteps that go to the right towards what looks like the east gate. As time presses on, even though this is a side street and not one of the main streets, there are quite a few other footsteps that are mingled in with his, but you seem to be honed in on these prints, even though, again, they're filling up with snow. Uh, the details of them are feigning and waning fast. You get to almost the east gate, and, and you're still following what you believe is still the same footprints. I'll see if I can continue finding them. We're doing the whole Princess Bride thing. I'm walking in his footsteps. Yes, he was, he was limping this way. This is where, he, yeah, he was thinking about home. Was worried about me right here. Yeah, you see where he paused? He's probably looking at that dog over there. Shoot! 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 She wrote. Okay, you head out the east gate. Uh, you you have determined that the footprints have gone out the east gate, and at this point, it's really really hard to tell because the city and the city walls have masked some of the wind and the snow. But once you get outside the gate, the winds are howling. The snow has covered nearly every sign of a footprint. You can see some very shallow dips in the snow, which could have been his footprints, but you're just, you know, it's just a guess at this point. <sighs> I guess I've lost it. He slipped the noose, but we'll find him. We'll find him. The dips in the snow, not the prints or, or the shoe prints, but the dip, the dips seemed to head towards the southeast. As you kind of look at them in, in the darkness and the, with the wind blowing and 
as you're actually watching the snow fill in, you assume that they could have either gone towards Dugan's Hole or Goodmead. Or they could have even followed along the east way to East Haven. Well, I've narrowed it down to just three of the ten towns. Four, I mean, if you count Brimshander, he's not going back there, of course. Not that he knows that I'm there. Well, look at that. That's not a failure at all, then, buddy. Never let success get to your head, but never let falling down get, get to your heart. So which of these three towns have you narrowed it down to there? Well, I mean, I've narrowed it down to three towns. I guess, which is the closest? Um... I would guess that Dugan's Hole is probably cl the closest. Uh, they're both about exactly the same, but you would have to uh, traverse uh, a small forest if you wanted to go straight to Goodmead. Otherwise, you'd have to go around, and that and might be. And there's no a... direct road. No, there is no direct road. You're right. There is none. If we cut through the forest, could we outrun this potential carriage uh, train that's going there? If that's the direction they went, it's possible. They've had an hour. Uh, we were following footprints, not carriage prints, right? This is true. Or sled prints. That's a good call. Isn't he bodyguarding a little... I don't know. Well, the prints we were following were footprints. They weren't carriage or sled prints. Well, he's obviously not going to walk there. I mean, what madman would do that? You only said it's an hour away, right? So it's it's not that far. Yeah, the caravan guard ought to do that, seeing as they'd likely walk next to caravan. Let's just pick one and go. Dugan's Hole. Dugan's Hole it is. All right, that's a, a straight shot. You're gonna catch just the corner. If you have your map, uh, you'll see it. If not, I can reshare it, but you'll catch just the corner of the the small forest there. Probably. I mean, if we travel through the woods, they would at least break the wind. That's another good, uh, good point. Well, of course it is. I mean, an outdoorsman like me knows all the tricks. Yeah, you do that often. Oh, I mean, I adventure outdoors all the time. I, I mean, I practically live at the, uh, the old white oak forest. So you use the trees and break wind pretty often. Well, you know. Hey, wait a minute. The white oak is his favorite bar, by the way. Suppose we should head on, get going then. It'll be a gas. Yep. All right, on foot, I believe that's going to take you about... Uh, I think that's going to take you about an hour and a half to two hours unless you get slowed by anything. And it is approximately about 7.30 in the evening. Do we even know that if the uh, we can't see stars or the sun? <laughs> no, no, but I'm just kind of giving you that as an idea. Uh, I think your maybe your internal clock would kind of tell you. Dr. Stone this. I'm counting every second of every day. <laughs> okay. Alright, as you uh, lean into the wind and press forward, uh, the wind is howling. 
snow is blowing and without any real uh, light uh, to guide you unless somebody has a lantern or I have the lights cantrip okay that will give you about 30 feet in this blizzard like conditions you can't actually see the forest uh, but you can see where it's darkening uh, as your light is bouncing off snow and, and uh, ice underfoot uh, you reach the outside or the, the, the tree line of this wooded area you do make it inside there without any encounter of anything the wind is still howling outside but it feels like it's 20 degrees warmer without the wind belting you inside the this forest Yalir and probably Krieger you would know this forest pretty well and I forget who is from East Haven let me check that real quick somebody was uh, Virian Virian okay you would also know this forest is you know, it's not real big, five, six acres, something like that. It's kind of a triangle shape. Uh, so you kind of know where you're at. You're, you're not exactly sure where you are in this forest, whether you're at the top tip or whether you're at the bottom uh, corner of the triangle. But uh, you are there. The wind is still howling. It's just uh, not hitting you directly. The snow seems to fall straight down inside the trees. It's actually quite beautiful. And it does feel actually warmer in here just because the wind chill is not getting to you. Another 20 minutes of where you think should be. You come out on the other side of the forest. And everybody give me a perception check. Not in the tower, out in the open is fine. Okay, you're very in. As you, guys, <laughs> as you guys step out of the... Uh, hey, I got a 20. As you step out through the wooded area... Uh, and you kind of look to your left and your right, you notice, or you can tell, you see lights barely. I mean, just barely you can see a, a yellow glow. Almost exactly as far away on your left and on your right. It appears that you've come out right in between the two towns out of the small forest okay um so i kind of indicate this uh to everyone else so uh if we're in between then we should head right all right you uh take a i don't know a couple hundred yards and you find the dip in the ice and snow uh, you kind of slide down a little embankment you realize this to be the road between uh, East Haven, Goodmead, and Dugan's Hole. Uh, it's not even really a road. It's kind of like a cart path. It's never been formally engineered or excavated, but uh, it's there nonetheless. You have about another 30-minute walk to Dugan's Hole, and on the way, you uh, see the lights getting a little bit brighter. Uh, you know Dugan's Hole to be a fairly small town. It's not that that large. You're you're on your way, and you got about another uh, I don't know, a couple hundred yards, and you see the small town oasis in the, in this icy 
uh, desert that is called Dugan's Hole. Uh, the largest building that you can see is a lodge. Everybody here, well, not everybody, but those from the surrounding towns, you uh, know what it is. And jutting up out of the vast tundra is a towering edifice built entirely of ice. The doom structure is easily three times the height of any uh, and width of any building found in ten towns. Do you continue to approach? I suppose we would. I mean, we did come here to get to the town. I mean, are there any signs of, like, uh, camps around the... There are small, very small, I guess if you want to call them lean-to houses, uh, one-room houses. There are, you know, chimneys that you can see smoke coming out of. There are very, very small houses. Some have windows, some do not. Um, from within, you can see some lighting. Others are dark. It's now about, oh, nine o'clock, uh, well, closer to 9.30 in the evening. In this harsh environment, many people go to bed <laughs> very, very early uh, once they've eaten their meal. So some houses don't have any, li any lighting coming out from the windows. So where are we now? You're uh, outside of this this ver very large lodge. Oh, entirely of ice, that thing? Yep. It does not appear to be like a lodge where you would stay. I mean, it's it's very foreboding. Like, everything else around here is either made out of wood or stone. This is clearly not... Well, it's kind of a landmark, I guess. It, but there are no lights on inside. Where would someone stay in a town like this? There may be a very, very small inn, tavern, but you guys would know that it is... <laughs> It's probably not accepting people at this time. They just do not have the, the manpower to keep something like that open. Uh, it's, it's mainly there for daytime operations. Do I know anything about this edifice? Like what it's for representing? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Give me a history check. And you can put that in the tower. You know, you've heard things about it uh, you know that this might have been a place where f frost giants maybe built it you have no idea whether they still occupy it or not but you seem to remember something about frost giants and this lodge ice lodge in Dukin's Hole well I mean if there's a door we, we've got to go in it right I mean we just can't just can't come all this way, see something like this, and not check it out. I don't know. I reckon in a small town like this, if our mark was here, he'd probably stick around camp rather than stay around here. Doesn't seem like uh, much of anything goes on here. I mean, it wouldn't hurt just to peek your heads in, right? I mean, we weather yeah i mean we're, we're here as uh you guys enter as you can see this is a pretty big place it is just an open ice corridor is what you see i will cast my light on uh 
Virian's head. All right, elf. Make yourself good. Walk 20 feet in front of me. You're scared to say so, but... It's tactical placement. We have to put the most important in the back where I'm safe in case something goes wrong. So as we come around, this is a opening in. Yes, there is an opening there. Krieger, as you enter this room, a sour stench of decay fills your nostrils. Lying on the ice-packed ground is the frozen corpse of a whale, crudely butchered. Beside it is a blade in the shape of a paring knife, the size of a longsword. Is there any indication of how old this corpse is? I'm going to say from the smell, you know, in a frozen area, that the smell would indicate that it's uh, it's been there a while. But no giants? As far as you know. Okay. I waved him and say, come on, guys. It's all right. We'll uh, head in behind him. All right, you see the same thing, and you smell the same thing. It's, uh... Warned us about the smell. No, it smells like poor people. I say, is this just a wall to the south of us, it looks like, or is there... Yeah, uh, it looks like there's just a wall to your south. It opens up to your northwest. You are in a... What appears to be a, a chamber that... Who knows what it was used for other than you see this whale uh, that's on the ice uh, that has been crudely butchered. Uh, there is a, what you would think of as a paring knife, but it's the size of a long sword laying on the ground. Does it look like a good paring knife? Um, I mean, you might get some kind of money for it who knows uh, it's it's been here a while it is uh, uh, fairly rusted it's not broken uh, you can't really tell if it's sharp just because of the the time it looks like it's been here I'll look a weapon worthy of their witness why don't you use that okay a simple kitchen knife um Krieger do you have any kind of a light source I have 120 foot dark vision. It is uh, very dark in here. Your dark vision is working overtime, so to speak. There is no ambient light whatsoever in here. Except that coming from the entrance to the. Uh, yes, from whoever me. has the, uh, the the light source on them. And where are you going, Elf? Get up there. You have the light. You can't see in the dark. Humans don't see in the dark. I'll head up around. Uh, okay. Uh, Krieger, as you move farther west, you see on your right, or the north part of the map, appears to be like an alcove. Give me a perception check, if you would, please. Would you like to hit the tower? No. With your dark vision, you see a lump. It's dark. It's, it's darker than the ice around it, but you happen to see it anyway. All right. All I'll right. go check it out. 
here you see what looks like a six foot long, five foot wide, five foot tall stone chest half buried under the ice. Okay. Um, I can't see anybody, but I'll just make a whistling sound and um, start trying to clear the ice off the chest. All right. As everybody moves in a little more forward. Virian, you're walk. You're just now passing the whale. The smell is really pretty bad right there. You as well, Yulir. You are Double now. Okay, I'll uh, head up and if we can provide Krieger with some light. You see that this uh, it, it's buried uh, in the ice, uh, half buried. You can tell it's a stone, whatever. A All right, Virian. Yeah. Come uh, break this ice off his chest. All right. I will stand there with my hands on my hips, kind of limp wristedly wave at him. Yes, chop, chop, get to work. All right. You'll hear, go, go search the whale and see if you can find anything in there. It's going That's to... That's work for servants. <laughs> yes, so it's good for you. Chop, chop, move along. I might never. Do you not know who I am? He's going to go into this long tirade about his family history. And I cut him short and say, no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> Shut up about your family already. Well, I never. I haven't been this upset since my great granddaddy talked to them. In a... <laughs> well, good. Since you're upset, go check out the whale and see if there's anything in there. Be upset somewhere else. Okay. I never. Um, so it's going to take you about an hour uh, to chip all this ice away where you can get to this uh, okay. stone chest. You said it's stone. Okay, so yeah, stone. I will use create bonfire beside oh. it. You said it's half buried, so I'll just create a big fire right there and let it melt Very the good. ice instead. Very good. All right. I don't want to burn anything in the chest, so I'll do it to the side. Uh, it's to stone, so I think you're safe there. Okay, uh, after about uh, 30 minutes, after you get the fire going, you are able to open this large chest, and inside of it, uh, there are giant tools used for flensing. Don't ask me, please. I have no what idea what flensing is they're just giant tools maybe there's like a, a hammer a chisel a uh, maybe a saw but they're they're very large thus the six foot long uh, chest and uh, let's see who has the light here who's the one with the light no uh, virian does virian all right by the way flensing is apparently the removing of the blubber from a ah, whale thank you very much um, which makes Perfect sense. Yes, it does. That's the whale. Okay, so, uh, Virian, I'm going to assume that you're kind of up there, too. With your light, you see in the corner of this rather large stone chest, you see a scrimshaw goat, and it's small enough to fit in into your hand. You could hold it. Huh. I grab the goat. All right, I will put that in your party sheet. It is there. I kind of showed off, I'm like, huh, look at this. It's a tiny little goat. 
know what this might be for. Yes, it does seem odd that amongst all of these very large items that there appears to be this little tiny well well crafted handmade obviously scrimshaw goat I don't think whatever is using these tools would make something this delicate and small perhaps they got it from somewhere perhaps they did back to you uh, Rainier Yalir, excuse me. You see a massive table hewn out of a single block of ice, and it stands in the middle of this cold chamber surrounded by chairs also made of ice. Many of the chairs are chipped and cracked. Um, just to be thorough, I guess I'll look around the table. As you, uh, get around the table you know it's it's more of the same it's just it's really uh unbelievable how big this is i mean you would sit in it and feel like a very small child if you were to sit into uh the in, in on one of the chairs You are coming face to face with this little guy. And I need everybody to roll in, uh, initiative, if you would. As you come around this uh, last large chair at the head, one of the heads of the table, uh, this guy comes jumping out. And he is uh, going to swing at you in here. Missing you. As you are so startled at, as he jumps out, uh, he dismisses you. Uh, you, you basically f jump backwards, but not away from the... At this time, another kobold comes running up. And he's going to also take a stab at you with his javelin. Missing as well. Yalir, it is your turn. Um, let's see, why? How dare you? I didn't do anything to you. Do you know who I am? Um, let's see. It's a bonus action, we'll hex them. Uh, we're gonna hex Snorp right in front of me. And then quick. Disadvantage for charisma. And then I will draw my sword and ignite it with righteous flames, and I am attacking them. And then the flames will leap from me over to this one. And that's my action. Right. Take some damage. He is wounded. He cries out. Right. 
uh, as far as we know, nothing's going on, or do we hear any echoes of this happening? I think you might hear this in this type of environment, yeah. I'd say he was not uh, quiet. He was very outraged that someone would attack him. He went back over by the whale, as far as we know. Um, no, he's off to the west. Yeah, he's off to yeah. the west. I don't know whether you would know that, but... I would know it, because he went right... That's uh, right, yeah, 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 there. you're right, you are. Okay, well, that I will, uh... Go ahead and move over to here. away from the uh, chest and head to the west as Krieger points out that's where uh, he earlier wandered off to. Alright, there you go. And I don't see anything just yet, so go ahead and take the dash action and see about moving around the it's like a giant table. Oh. Yep. Okay, right there, right uh, gonna, there. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna move you right there because as you come around this chair, you are going to run slap into this guy. Oh, okay. Well, I use my dex action, so I can't attack him quite yet, but. Uh... I will let everyone else know that we are not alone. Very good. Durin. I'll move there. Okay. I will take aim. All right. And failure. He fails his saving throw. Takes three points of damage. Uh... To set the scene, I'm sorry I did not do this before. I was busy trying to move NPCs around. We are in a very large room with a very huge table and chairs made of ice. As the characters were uh, looking around within this area, they introduced themselves to three kobolds and are now uh, becoming quite good friends. All right, Dern, is that yes. your turn? You're good, done? Good, good All right, pass that um, if you would, if you're done. Double checking, I don't think I have anything else okay. I can do, so I Krieger. All righty, so I will pull my wand, point it at that uh, thing over there, which I don't know what that thing is, and uh, send him a fireball. All right. Lots of hit. Hit the wrong button. That's all right. As you cast it, it flies through the air, hitting Cobalt for three points of damage. Very nice, very good. Let's see. Montgomery, it is your turn. I will uh, raise my arm at the Cobalt and 
cast chill touch. All right. Does that have a a range on it? Yeah. I, I'm going to ask you to do that at disadvantage unless you want to move first, because that's uh, that's a long, long way away. And I think and to do disadvantage, all you have to do down there by in the very left hand corner, there's an ADV and a DIS. Click the DIS. To do that from that range even though it's 120 feet you've got a wall a, a durin a chair and a virion to try to get past that's a hit 14 hits him all right and uh damage is the red one yep yeah there it is and yeah shadows well hands will Alright, as you uh, take aim and the uh, bolt of freezing cold energy leaves your person, you hit him and he goes down as it looks like he is engulfed in ice, killing him instantly. Alright, if that is your turn. Pass your turn. Virian. As you stand there, <laughs> about to uh, do damage to this kobold, he falls in front of you, uh, looking like a popsicle. Kobold's huh. on ice. <laughs> Southwest, I will head around this chair and see if we can get a better line on him. All right. So you come around this last chair, you see two kobolds engaging with Yalir. All right. And my uh, hand will form a whip of lightning. And we're going to try and yank one of these kobolds over. So he is brought uh, directly up to me. All right. That was uh, this one, I take it, yeah? Yes. And as he comes in, he's zapped by the energy of the whip. Oh. Takes a hit. And the whip does five points of damage to him. He is not looking good. I will move up to there. All right. Uh, oh, for some reason it's not showing. Oh, there it is. All right. It looks like I have a line of fire on the blue. Um. Let's see. Kobolds are how tall? Not buried, right? Of the same size as me, probably. All right. The table probably stands about six foot from the floor, as do so the chairs. So we're both under it without a problem, then. Okay. All right. I will allow that. That's good. All right. So I will give him some 
firebolt love as well. All right. From your wand flashes a bolt of fire hitting Cobalt squarely in the chest and igniting him in this frozen tundra of a room, igniting him and he dies. Alright, next. Yalir. I'm going to attempt uh, to smack this thing non-lethally. It has attacking me. I'm bopping on the head. Alright. Uh, you did say non-lethally, so he is... Uh, I will put him at... Snorp something. I will put him at uh, let's see. 12. So he is unconscious. Let me. Uh, oh, is unconscious. Okay. With that, the sounds of battle and clamor and noise subside. It is deathly quiet. Except for Yelir bitching as he pulls the rope out of his backpack. <laughs> Attack me! I, well, you little bastard, you could pay for this. Look at this! You almost got my coat dirty. So, D, I might have a question. Yes. I'm not sure if maybe I missed something. Yes. One of these. One of these kobolds turned to ice when it died. Is that because of the building? Like, no, I believe it was uh, somebody shot him with ice. Uh, uh, chill touches the oxymoron of oxymorons. It is neither a touch spell nor a yeah. cold spell. It's necrotic. This is true. You're right. I am sorry. It was necrotic. So he. So to be clear, there aren't like the other ones didn't turn to ice either. No. Uh, it's not, okay. But they are. Dead. I, I thought like maybe the building was like reclaiming the corpses or something. I don't know. No, no, that. My my apologies. Chill Chuck is horribly named though. Yeah. With that, I will unlock your tokens. You are free to move about the cabin. Drag my tied up criminal away with me. If I can't drag him. What incarnation was that all about? Come around this table, completely oblivious to the other people. This little asshole jumped out and attacked me. Well, what'd you say to him first? I mean... I just turned the corner. I was looking at the chair, and I stepped around the chair, and it was like... And then there was two of them, and I shanked one of them. And then, I don't know, something weird happened. It was like a lightning bolt came out and just sucked one away. And I don't know what happened to him, but this little asshole attacked me. He owes me reparations for almost cutting my coat. Look at this. I reckon that's true. That's a damn shame. How badly cut is the coat? I have huge ash yeti claws through it, but they touch me. Yeah, I think uh, I think all the kobolds had uh, javelins, so if there was anything, it would have pierced a hole, a small hole in it. Probably not oh, even God, noticeable like... once the uh, you know the the skin kind of closed back on itself. <laughs>
And with that, we bring this session to a close. We hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to subscribe to the Praetor's Rejects podcast on your favorite audio platform. Brian Mother Frost Made in Podcast has been brought to you by Total Party Kill Games, creators of dark fantasy Dungeons & Dragons compatible products, plus hilarious card games and more. You can find them at www.totalpartykill.games and check out their latest releases of products and books. The Druid's Den, your place for magical supplies and apothecary needs. Their website is located at www.thedruidsden.com. Make sure and support Mama Prater's new endeavor.